fungus, we eat the 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 fungus, Good morning. It's the 30th of July, and you've tuned in to NPR's Stream of Random. We bring you the most random thoughts of a random person. Thanks for tuning in. And we'd like to thank our sponsors, Pfizer, for providing us all the incredible vaccine. So get your jab, kids. How's that sound, guys? <sighs> I sighed. I can't help it. And I'm going to leave that one in. I edited out so many sighs, ums, so ands from my show yesterday. And I really reduced the time in half. I literally took a half car coming. Well, the best thing I can do for for editing is to stop talking when a car comes so I can edit it straight out. Pauses don't matter. I can take as long as a pause as I want. Boy, those footsteps on the gravel on the train tracks, they really showed up. Also on the canal, the footsteps. You can actually tell where I am walking or what I'm walking on from the footsteps. So we have different levels of cars coming. So we have different levels of thought here. We have thought that reflects upon what's happening around me. I'm going to call that local or occasional, no, incidental, random thoughts that are related to what's going on in my immediate surroundings. Then we have thoughts about the show, like the process of producing the show. So production thoughts. Then we have our thoughts about a specific topic, topical thoughts. Now normally... A show would remove all of the production thoughts and the random or incidental thoughts from the show. Oh, that those those uh, plums were really good, but I'm not going to eat them on the show today. I'm going to just take them with me because they were super loud. So let's just go over the incidents of the day yesterday. Well, yesterday we had a freaking tornado, a so-called tornado, but and it went right through our town. And I'm like, oh God, this is a New Jersey tornado. It's kind of like a bag, a plastic bag is going to be swirling in the air. So I decided not to panic about it. My wife decided to panic, especially since Grandma, who's our local tornado expert. Oh, I've worked out our names for family members. There's Grandma, which is my son's grandma, which is my mom, right? And then there's Baby Mama, who's my wife, who's the mother of my baby. And then there's Bro Bro. <laughs> Who's my, who's big brother, and then there's little baby Albert. So that's their new, our new pronouns, and I use we for the symbiotic we, this, the symbiotic colony of fungus and bacteria and human that we call Mike, like um, like Venom in in the comics. So can you believe we went through 400 unedited episodes only to decide to start editing? But it's the natural consequence of learning 
and adjusting and wanting to become better. We talked about that. We're not going to belabor the point. One of our listeners asked, what's that black and white dots that I posted? Those are the QR codes. A QR code is a three-dimensional bitmap or bar code. It's a barcode that you can scan with your phone. And on Android, you do a long press on the home button or say, OK, Google, and it'll pop up your assistant. And that can natively scan. And then there's a little icon. So that's the new thing. I'm just going to stop talking if, if there's a lot of noise so I can edit it out easier. Make it easier on the editor. Because we're not just the, the show host. We're not just the producer. Now we're also the audience and the editor. Okay, so a QR code is a three-dimensional barcode that you can scan with your phone. And it's now become ubiquitous because they've gotten rid of paper menus in restaurants. So you just have a little QR code you can scan. Actually, I'm finding this quite befreien, befreien. It's quite the befreiung, which is the liberation. It's quite liberating to be able to pause as much as I want. It's quite the liberation that I can just pause as much as I want and then edit it out. So I don't have to constantly speak to fill in the gaps. I can just remove the gaps. So thinking about what we were talking about, let's get back to, we got QR codes. So we had this tornado last night. So I get this text on my phone. It said, seek shelter immediately. It was coming through Washington Crossing. It actually knocked down a tree in Pennsylvania. Can you imagine? And um, so my wife starts panicking. She's like, we have to go to grandma's bunker. So then she's totally panicking. So we get, we go to grandma's. They go into the basement. I said, I'm going to go get the sun. I'm going to go get bro, bro. Bra, bra. Because... <laughs> She's like, no, I'll go get him. I said, no, you get him. I'll, you stay here. You protect baby because if anything happens, baby needs you more than he needs, she needs me. He needs me, you know? So I go get the kid, and we drive through the worst rain and wind ever. We're driving through the tornado, basic. I go to the jujitsu. I say, where's my little troublemaker? I grab him. And we run to the car. It's pouring down rain. And then we drive like crazy, avoiding fire trucks and generally living dangerously. So it was more dangerous to drive to get the kid and drive through the tornado than it was to just leave him there. In hindsight, everything worked out fine. Not even grandma's carport, not even grandma's carport got ruffled. There was absolutely no wind damage at all. But, you know, the message that we got on our phones made it sound like the end of the world is coming. Which just makes me think that we're reaching a point we're reaching a point that the phones are just telling us what to do and we're being conditioned to panic when the, the phone tells us to panic and the government's in the control of the phones. It's like, the temptation is great. I didn't hear the air raid sirens going off, you know? That sounds like an airplane. Helicopter, maybe. That's quite loud. So, we've covered now the tornado. Yesterday I was so tired I could hardly stay awake all day. It was horrible. Which is why I slept in today. And I went to bed early. Which I need to do more. Get to bed early. Sleep in a little bit. Get enough rest. I had to get up. I woke up to listen to Robro. Listening to some screaming YouTubers. There's just these 20, 30 year old guys just screaming. Like insane kids. If you ever want to, want to know why the kids are screaming. It's because YouTubers 
who do Minecraft just scream all the time. And everyone's generally screaming. And that gets the most views. And I think Steve Jobs was right not to let his kids play with the iPhone. Because it's just modifying their minds. I didn't want to believe it. I thought it was a great babysitter. I thought he would be modern. But he doesn't listen to me. He only listens to you. He wants to be like the YouTubers. <sighs> Sigh. Edit, edit, edit. So, what else is new? We did some weeding, e-weeding, in the garden. Massive amounts of weeds. My rain, my rain, um, garden at Grandma's house is working pretty damn good. <sighs> it's draining the water very quickly off the road. It was a huge flood last night and it, and it did its job. There's just a little bit of water this morning and it should be gone quickly. So I need to finalize that project. Okay, so we've gone through life, my personal life, which is another topic. I was listening to Abs in a Six Pack. He was talking about telling people to stop podcasting. Oh, hey guys. Hey, uh, guys, um, I've been meaning to ask you. Uh, I've been doing a podcast. Um, uh, it's going to be super easy. Do you guys want to uh, guys be a guest? Grant, hear the words that I say to you. Your podcast will fail. Fail, fail, fail. What? Hey, uh, fuck you, man. No. Fuck you. Fuck you for thinking that this world needs another podcast. And that people you know should listen to it. It's a bad idea and a waste of time. It's not a bad idea. It's, it's a good creative outlet. A creative outlet. Is that what you call an hour and a half of unedited bad audio from your living room? Yeah, why not? Do you think you're clever? This has been done a million times, Grant. It's a bad idea, and your podcast will fail. But who cares? It's just for fun. It's not fun for me. It's not fun for anyone, Grant. Well, what would you say is the value of it? Hmm? I think it would be fun to hang out with my friends and watch my favorite show and eat wings. There's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. So why don't you just do that? Why does it have to be a podcast? Because at the end I'll have created something. Created what, though? A half-baked take on the subtleties of Joshua Molina's performance while you suck the wing fat from your teeth? No one wants to listen to that. I think someone might. Oh, the hubris. <laughs> you think your personality is so sparkling that people want to listen to thousands of hours of you meandering off topic of your guests describing your apartment before the show even starts, of your roommate coming home and being like, sorry, of you calling in a friend from New York who's super funny, even though you don't have the technology to make that work. Admit it. Admit what? Admit that deep down, you know this is a complete waste of time. I already bought the gear. Return it. And then spend the money on literally anything else. No! No, it's fun! It's fun! It's fun! I don't know why you're saying this. You're supposed to be my friend. I am your friend. I'm the only friend you have left. And this is what friends do. They call each other out on their shit, and this is the worst kind of shit there is. Your podcast will fail. And he's talking about his listenership. Having only 200 listeners. It's like, dude, I don't have 200 listeners. He said he had 40,000 for his David Icke show. Because David Icke posted on his lip on his website. 
but I think we're going to just try, and we're not going to talk about this. I mean, we do talk about it. It's one of the topics, the layman thing, not being famous. It's like, why am I not famous? And then, <laughs> his clips were so funny. It's like, the hubris, the hubris of thinking that someone's going to listen to you. And then the guy's like, I thought you were my friend. It's like, I'm your only friend left. You have to stop your podcast now. It was pretty hilarious. Okay, we're approaching a main road. I'm going to go on pause. It's 20 minutes in, and I'm sure this is going to compress all down to five minutes. So let's be respectful of our time. Okay, I'm back. All right. So the dentist is calling. I had this filling pop out or something, which is a cavity. It's really annoying. I must have eaten a big chunk of lead, huh? ingested it. Now this water sound that you hear, this is the fountain at the Science Center in the College of New Jersey. It's very beautiful and we're going to enjoy the ambience. We haven't really gotten to any topic at all. Okay, so let's get to the topic of the fungus. So did you know that we have yeast living in our body? We have not only a microbiome, but a mycobiome, which is a fungus biome. And the fungus are huge compared to the bacteria, and they live in a <laughs> they live in a, um, a symbiosis in our body. And candida or yeast, he says, lives in our body, and it eats carbohydrates. Eats carbohydrates and. Um, breaks down food for the bacteria, which breaks down the food for the fungus, which breaks down food for our body. So it's all in symbiosis. It's the um, craziest thing. And I was listening to this guy who, who coined this term. He's an Arab guy and his son with a G, Mahmoud Ghanoum. But he was saying that if you take an anti, if you take an antibiotic, it will kill all the bacteria and it can cause the fungus in your body to become overpowered and out of balance. And he's also saying that the antifungals and things that they've used in the food, that if you're eating non-GM, if you're eating non-organic food, all of this stuff that they treat the food with can cause also super, causes super strains which are immune to all known antifungals to evolve. Feed the fungus! 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 Because the fungus got to eat. And if you try and take away its food, it gets angry. Same thing with um, viruses and bacteria. If you try and treat them with vaccines and you don't wipe them out, what doesn't kill them makes them stronger. So the message for me for today is mycobiome. We have a symbiotic relationship with fungus and bacteria in our gut and they create these slimes or called matrixes to embed themselves into the oh my god it's so crazy it causes leaky gut as well where the fungus can break through the wall it creates these long strands that poke through your belly and they can attack your kidneys it's the craziest thing ever so you've got to um, first of all he said You've got to maintain the balance. And if you, he said there were some crazy um, sicknesses that some ladies had who were going on these keto diets. If you change your diet radically, it can cause also this imbalance. If you remove carbs, it's not necessarily a good thing. It can cause 
very dangerous funguses to grow in your body. So you, if you change your diet, you have to do it slowly, he said, not abruptly. I'm all about abrupt changes, so that's... But I'm slowly turning into a fungus cultivator and farmer, as opposed to a uh, individual. I see my role as a steward of my SCOBY. And it's funny how the kombucha is also a SCOBY, society of yeast and bacteria. Symbiotic colony of bacteria and yeast. What that sound? That's a horrible sound. It sounds like a fan that needs some... And also there's fungus or mushrooms that uh, grow, that, ha that go from land to sea, and from sea to land, they're crossing back and forth, which I found out about, which is also interesting. So we're learning all about the fungus. <laughs> and this is one crazy, func uh, crazy uh, episode, a uh, YouTube channel, which has all these uh, fungus guys on there, Fungus Among Us or something. And they have all types of... Um, interesting. I think that sound, that's why they have these uh, cooling guys here. There's all types of work going on at the college. So don't be afraid of pauses. Now, the next thing I could do is I could edit the show into um, segments where I put all the ideas together that are important. I could put them at the very beginning. Instead of doing a linear walk, I could do a, um, a reordering of the clips. Imagine that. Or I could take all of the most important information and bring it to the front. And of course, I have a WordPress site. And you'll find a link to it in the episode. Where I'll have all of the show notes, all of the links, all of the information about uh, things I've discussed in there. And it's really kind of like a log, a blog, what we're doing here. We're kind of summarizing what's happening in my life, as uninteresting as it may be. And I don't have the hubris to think I'm going to be a Joe Rogan or anything else. So next we have to get Mr. Chicken Man back on the show. I haven't heard from him in a while. Don't be afraid of the silence. That's all I can say. We're going to edit it all out. I can take as many breaks as I want. This is Depeche Mode song about the silence. Words are very unnecessary. They only do harm. I think it was their first hit. Enjoy the silence or something from the 80s. It wasn't that bad. I'll include a clip of it into our blog. Okay. Or my son says, okay. <laughs> so, so, wah. Uh, um, so, wah. Uh, delete all that. Delete! Listening to No Agenda Show, yesterday's episode, they're talking about a rise in gun violence and how they have community peace officers trying to create peace between warring factions in L.A., well, let's just start with the root of the problem. They say that the murders have gone up. We saw the murders go up in Kansas and the Midwest when I lived there. And it was basically people were getting kicked out of the cities and going to the Midwest. Now, I think what's happening is that we're printing more money and there's more money to be gotten. People are not working. They're being paid to stay home. Drug use is probably going up a lot. And then there's more fighting between drug dealers. It's pretty simple in my eyes. No Agenda doesn't mention it. That's why you have to listen to the Stream Miranda podcast to get these insights. All right. So more money, less work means more drugs. More drugs means more violence. More people fighting over the dollar. 
And um, whether or not you have had police or not, I think is not part of this equation. I don't know if the police are going to stop people from engaging in illegal behavior. So I also have a clip that I sent to Adam. And the whole reason I started this podcast is because I sent a clip to Adam and he refused to play. This was Marie Averbeck, where they're calling for the overthrow, violent overthrow of the American government, the communists. This is really what kicked this whole thing off. I was so aghast and how this is being sponsored by corporate. I never thought it was possible. Um, I should undelete that episode, but it doesn't matter at this point. I've come to a new realization about the attention economy and how we're all so caught up in this war for our attention. And it's funny how fear seems to get the most of our attention. And one more thing, just the lady, the the American producer who went to France, they were talking about on the No Agenda show, how she said how everyone is complaining and how she decided to leave. I, I think I've seen that before as well, this, this depression and uh, long-term depression, not knowing what to do, sitting around in cafes complaining that there's no jobs. We've seen this before. So, my neighbor's house sold for 300000 It's 100000 up. And his taxes went up 16%, 300,000 around the corner from my house, which is pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I have this clip. I have a clip where in Australia, they're saying that they're gonna go after parents who feed their obese children chips. Parents of obese children who are observed to be gaining massive amounts of weight and seen eating pizza and potato cakes at recess face being reported to child protection authorities by teachers. But health experts warn that because almost one quarter of all New South Wales school kids now considered overweight or obese, parents may have trouble accepting their child is beyond a healthy weight range when teachers try to counsel them about the issue. The New South Wales Department of Education's Mandatory Reporter Guide urges teachers to counsel parents if their child's heavy weight threatens their own lives and to report them if they do not take action to stop it. And if they see the child eating chips in school, they're going to arrest you for child abuse. I thought that was a good uh, clip, but he didn't use it so far, or not that I know he's used it on the show, so I'm going to use it on this show. I don't even know why I would even not use such a great clip on this show. We haven't had clips in a long time. We haven't done a clip show in a while. So the two phones and the podcast mixer, haven't used that either. I've settled down on the most simplest technology, just the headset on my phone. I'm going to call this episode a dud. I mean, we didn't really cover too much, and I don't feel like talking too much more and editing more. It's like it took me forever to edit last night, and it's I dread doing it. I dread having to actually go back and edit, so I'm going to talk less. So you guys want higher quality, you're going to have less content. But I'm respecting your time, so that's good. And now the people who are complaining about why they don't listen, they're still not going to listen. But that doesn't matter, because I'm going to improve from this and learn from it. So I'll just take it, extreme ownership of the editing. All right, guys, you take care. See you tomorrow. Bye.
Feed the fungus, feed the fungus, feed the fungus.